That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. All right. You guys got a loyal group of uh, loyal group that follows everyone around, you, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good it's people. Pretty, it's pretty great. Good people. Yeah. Good for you guys. And it's funny. We've got like all over the country. Peekaboo, you fucks, you. I see you, you motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers. Also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen animals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets some sensitive. Thanks a lot, Bidmod. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Vegas Confessions, num episode number 32. Live at Papa Pizza at the Plaza in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. I'm uh, honored to be here today. Thank you guys for having me here. It's very, uh, very nice of you to host it here at Papa Pizza and with all your crew with you. Loyal, loyal fans. I love it. And um, want to give a mention, a shout out to my friend Julian, who's not with us. He couldn't make it out here. But thank you, Julian, for uh, being a part of this and helping introduce me to everyone here. It's great. So uh, I'll be honest, I thought this was in honor of the marathon, but it seems like you're drinking beer and eating pizza, so no one's actually, no one's actually running the marathon. This was no, all, a, no, this no, all he, under the guise. No, he, right there, Dr. Phil states he's running the marathon. Yeah. He's also we eating have, pizza. I don't know how he's He's also eating pizza. Um, we have somebody running a 5K. Well, Phil's also running a 5K. All right. Um, oh, better man than I am. I can't do Yeah, that. so I was tricked. I thought everyone was here for the marathon, but there's a lot of beer and pizza. But the good news is, we are at Papa Pizza, which is the best pizza in downtown Las Vegas, contrary to what anyone else might tell you. And uh, I want to thank you guys for being here and being great fans and supporters of everything at the Plaza in downtown Las Vegas. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and we just want to thank you because it's, it's really humbling. It's cool. So, you know, welcome us into this and what we're doing. And, uh, you know, the live show is always fun. When we get to Vegas, we try to do this because, you know, it's just... I don't know. You don't see this when I'm sitting in my bedroom doing this. No, it's not quite the same. Yeah. It's not quite the same. <laughs> so, I don't know. When I'm in my bedroom, I always have people watching. <laughs> you got That's the view of uh, That's not weird at all. We <laughs> usually got like bleachers set up and people are... No, no, okay, never mind. You got the view of uh, Main Street as things... I think Main Street is the most exciting place to be in downtown Las Vegas right now with everything happening here. And uh, one day we'll do a podcast all about the Greyhound bus station. And the history of the Greyhound really? bus station, what's going to happen when that leaves. Oh, wow. But we'll leave that out there for now until that's <laughs> a little bit more closer to the time. Yeah. But it's coming up. You guys, huh. will be the, you, you, you guys will get the first uh, insight to that. Oh, an inside track. You hear, be, that that sounds like a scoop, Scott Robin. I'm not, I'm not sure. Does that qualify as a scoop? It qualifies as a scoop. He is nodding. It's official. For those, for those who are listening at home and not, not able to see this. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And good luck. Good luck in the marathon. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'll you. try my best. 
So hey, thank you very much, Jonathan awesome. Jostle of the thank Plaza. You, thank you, sir. Appreciate thank it. you for thank your time. You. Much appreciated. Jonathan Jostle. All right, so, uh, you know, we introduce, I guess, I'm Shane. I'm Eric. There we are. We don't have Julian. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, we're, you know, it's great for us to be here, but we are missing a co-host. Uh, so hats off to Jules, you know, I guess life gets in the way, but we're doing it in honor of him. Um, and another thing I think in honor of, if you want to kind of kick it off a little bit, Eric. Um, so last week, uh, this community lost a uh, very important member. Um, Al from San Diego, as he was known on Twitter and in the podcast community, um, unfortunately passed at a very early age. I'm uh, looking across at a San Diego Padres hat embroidered with Al from San Diego on it. Melanie Book uh, had the hat made and it's now being uh, passed along from Vegas nerd to Vegas nerd. And Too cool. We, Too cool. Yeah, we just wanted to take a moment to um, honor Al and um, you know just make it known that uh, he's left an imprint in many of our lives, and uh, we're appreciative of uh, Al, and uh, we want his memory to live on. Well said. Yeah, well said. So, hats off. Um, well, we're going to roll into some things. We actually, so we've got some guests lined up here and there for you guys. Um, and the first one up is uh, Scott Robin, sir. Will you Scott step on in? Robin of VitalVegas.com. The blog, the podcast, the photographer. What's I don't know. up? He's a man of many talents. How are you, my friend? Thank you for the cocktail. <laughs> there you go. You see, how do you how do you get Scott Robin to show up on your show? You make sure there's a Diet Coke and Captain uh, Tall ready and waiting for him. At noon. At noon. Well, listen. Well, I can't party well. like you guys. I live here. So this is kind of like a... This is this early for occasion. you or late wait, for you? Wait, what is you this? think we don't do this at home? Oh. Good point. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. So what's going on in your world? It has been a crazy uh, time in Las Vegas. Uh, a crazy time for me personally. What happened? Are we having technical no, no, things? No, don't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about podcasting. <laughs> I just turned my, I hit a button on my thing. What do you call it? Computer. Computer. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then make words and then pray. And then everybody complains the next day. They're like, there's a 20-minute gap with no sound. And I'm like, that's what I'm going for. That was the best part of my show, the 20 minutes where I had a technical glitch. The best part of your show is Lady Parts. Uh, lady Parts, yeah. Yes. Well, she, she certainly thinks so. And now it's gotten out of control because for her it was just a drop-in thing. But now it's like because I've talked her up and other people are like leaving reviews where they're like, more Embry. And I'm like, oh, dear God. <laughs> so now I, I, I never hear the end of it. She's like, what are we talking about this week? I'm like, you you know, this is supposed to be a one every 10 episodes thing. And now it's a one every uh, 10 minutes. Uh, love is great, man. Love is great. It is great. It's fantastic. Uh, but the, yeah, Vegas, man, it is an interesting time in Vegas. And um, I'm very blessed uh, to have a lot of people who are, uh, for whatever reason, giving me information. So the people that give me tips, like it's... It's, uh, it, it's gratifying, it's scary to like hear something before anybody else and to have to decide if I'm gonna share it because the, the thing lately has kind of been because of these uh, mergers and acquisitions and sales, there's, 
I sometimes forget there's like people involved. You know, there's if you talk about the Rio being sold or if you talk about station casinos being sold, you're dealing with hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah. And so for me, it's all fun and games until people are writing me going, you know, it's a, um, uh, it it's fun and it's tough because. Uh, you know, it's a hobby, but I just like be beating Johnny Cats. That's really my main goal. Is <laughs> like if down, I can dude. beat the RJ or the Sun, I'm having a good time. Was that the question? I don't know. I, it gave me an excuse to we talk let about you go myself. With it. That's fine. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think the question was what's going on, but so it, it applies, right? These are things that are happening in Las Vegas currently. Um, any of these. Uh, let's talk about uh, stations in particular, right? So you broke that story two days ago? Unconfirmed. Mm-hmm. Unconfirmed. But totally okay. happening. Yes. But totally happening. Yeah. Can I, I mean, I know we can't really talk about what's happening, but can we say maybe what it rhymes with? Like what the other... <laughs> The other company involved might do what it rhymes with. What it rhymes, <laughs> right? Like if he came out and said it sounds like rhyme? schmeezers, I'd have an idea what he was talking about. I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't nice. rhyme with schmeezers, but I'm just using that as an example. Well, schmeezers has a lot of schmoyers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, um, I, I can confirm that as well. Yeah, uh, they. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one because the none of it's been confirmed. So. I, I have learned to, to kind of pre, uh, what do you call it, to qualify everything with unconfirmed, it's a rumor. Some of my sources are literally like one degree of separation from the actual thing, so I tend to trust, and I trust some more than others. So I think what's happening is the Fertitas have decided they want to do sports, they want to buy an NFL team. So a lot of the NFL teams uh, that have kind of been in the mix in the conversation. Obviously, Raiders, uh, kind of, I heard from day one. Uh, then there was like, so they showed up at the 49ers. It was reported in the mainstream media that they were there. So it wasn't any kind of scoop, but it was yeah, it's yeah. funny. They're hanging out with the ownership of the 49ers. Then I heard a team in the, in the Southeast. So, I mean, it's a big deal because um, what I've heard is that the Palms and Palestation will be, kind of be peeled off from the deal. So that's an interesting aspect of it because I don't know what it means. Half of the stuff that I share, I have no idea what it means. Like when they're talking about uh, stock, you know, the stock for Red Rock Resorts went up, you know, $160 million market cap in a day. I literally, it's like a foreign language to me. I have no idea what people are talking about. I'm like, I shared a tweet that I heard they're, they've sold. So half of it I don't understand. Uh, people have been talking about how, uh, you know, how do you, uh, how do you, value a place like Palms because they've sunk now like $160 million into it. So if you're another company, an unnamed company that I can't even rhyme because (laughs) I I like having a job um, and not dealing with lawyers all day long. Let's talk about Maryland. That would be a great, because they said that was the latest cease and desist thing. Uh, I would love to talk about that at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, so I can't share the buyer what else can I share? That's it. But it's, it, it's a big deal. It's a, I mean, what it sounds like, you know. Is does, what? Does it, does it sound like schmoid? No, we're still pushing. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> I, have, I have a smile and a sip of uh, Diet Coke. That, that neither something. That neither confirms nor denies. But you will be surprised when you hear the, uh, who the buyer could be unconfirmed. Uncon- okay, so the unconfirmed buyer probably doesn't sound like Schmoid. You will be 
surprised. Oh, we will be surprised. He leaves it at uh, that. You, no, 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 no. He just said an <laughs> awful lot. It's not you'll leave it at that. That B was a very healthy B. Anyway, yeah. so Marilyn. Uh, moving along. So this Marilyn the Musical, right? They, right. It's, I heard so much crap about them. I shared a little bit about it, that this guy was a jerk. Um, and uh, that, uh, so when the show closed after 15, uh, what do you call it? Performances at Paris, I said, the show is closed at Paris and it won't be opening again, blah, blah, blah. So they send me a cease and desist. You cannot say you're disparaging our client by saying the show is closed. It's on hiatus. They put this in writing to me. So now the ah. so there were also some other horrible things I said about him that I had heard. He there was some sexual harassment allegations. There were some uh, some other shady things going on. But it's one of the more interesting ones because you're like you you literally are shooting the messenger. You know you can't. What are you telling me to cease and desist talking about? It's the show has closed. Until it opens, it's closed. Like, anyway. I sense you're upset about this. I'm Just very a smidge. Upset. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's bullying. I think it's like they know it's a hobby. I don't generate money mm. from anything I do. It's like a couple hundred of bucks just for uh, for hosting, from selling those Lego Vegas Lego sets, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> so it's like, what do you do? You're just being a big bully and a big baby because they're saying, well, we can't open the show because of the disparaging comments you've made about our client. I'm like, that's not why the show won't open. I don't have anything to do with it. Open your show. So then on November 9th, they, they swore up and down. We're going to open November 9th at the Paris. So that day, I was just, I had my arm back on my desk. And I was like, yeah, what about? <laughs> yeah. Cease and desist this bitch. Um, so that's, that, that was the most exciting thing that happened to me recently because I don't have lawyers. You don't I just, have I'm a smart ass. So, so is there a direct relation between their lack of ticket sales and uh, you are speaking about their closing? I don't know. That's they're, they are sh I think they're shooting the messenger. Um, I did imply that there was uh, there were there was sexual misbehavior. I implied that there were, that uh, there were financial problems. They mm. didn't like that. They said stop saying there's financial problems. I said you didn't pay your cast and you closed after 15 performances to me that says financial problems so anyway i might have to crowdsource a lawyer or something at some point so well we have Can, uh, many lawyers within the community <laughs> nice that, but i mean yeah. people don't realize like if you do this as a hobby you guys do this as a hobby too i think Unless yeah you're, oh, no 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 this yeah. is definitely a hobby so as a hobbyist Not you you don't realize you're putting yourself out there and for me it's all about glory right like awards and glory <laughs> and love, uh, but ultimately, like they see, they see what we do as we're we're members of the media. So, as members of the media, it's like you're, you know, Steve Wynn will, will sue anybody who says his name wrong. You know, there's people that are just very litigious, and there there's no accountability on the part of the lawyer for sending us a, a cease and desist or going after a podcast or a blogger or whatever. So I, th I think it's, it's just interesting because we put ourselves out there. Uh, I do it for love. I don't know why you do it. I think you do it to help people the enjoy chicks. their Las Vegas. <laughs> the chicks, really. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. the groupies are yeah, amazing. The, the groupies are largely <laughs> yeah. white, middle-aged men. <laughs> and oh, wait a minute. And you're doing it for the <laughs> chicks. Uh, I mean, you know, just, you know, put the to odds. To your own, sir. Okay. All right. Oh, damn all right. it. If you're happy, I'm happy. <laughs> That's fine. Yes. And I will, I will defend your right to be happy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But So interestingly enough, you mentioned the media. 
Mm-hmm. And Paris is a company owned by Caesars Entertainment. I had a conversation recently. Uh, there's been an ongoing issue that I had at Paris, actually. And what I was told is that I am considered a member of the media at this point in time, and they will have no further communication with me because of that. Hmm. I find it to be, like, I'm a member of the media. I have 20 people that showed up at a pizza place at the plaza. I'm a member of the media, and they will not speak to me. Yeah. 17. All right. I, I, Just come again. on. Can we get rounding error? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. All right. The, mid, the Midwesterner to be named later. It was huge. Wait yeah. It was the biggest it was turnout huge. of people ever. Huge. It was huge. It was the best turnout. We had the best podcast. I used really big words. It was fantastic. Well, so, you're kind of speaking to, I, th- I think for, the, you know, you guys are, you're coming to Vegas to have fun, right? So you're not living here. You're not, you know, for many people. But the, the situation with the Vegas media is really painful to watch. And the more you know about how PR works and the more you know about the media works, um, there, was a, there was a bit of a scandal brewing. Uh, at Human Nature at the Venetian. It, it was related to sexual misconduct. No one reported it. And I kept dropping out tweets because I, I'm like, I can't go after a freaking, I can't go after the Venetian. I can't go after this show that has all this money and resources. So I'm, I'm dropping hints so the RJ will see it so they'll do a freaking story. And then you realize the RJ is not going to do a story because they're owned by Sheldon Adelson, who owns the Venetian. Like, the more you start to see that pattern, you realize that that story is just going to go away. They have paid this woman off. No one's ever going to report it. I'm sure as hell not going to report it because the, you know, it's, I don't, I got a stack of cease and desist. I don't need any more. I don't need that kind of headache. I'm just doing it as a hobby. So with that being said, and you talk about things like that, so where's the stop? And how do you get there to stop that? Because they're they already are in the loop. They're in the cock, so they're that big. What's yeah. the options? No, it's rough because the everybody's beholden to somebody. Everybody, you know, even I do. You know, I work downtown, so there's a lot of times when I I really have to debate. Like, am I going to go? Am I going to mention the Golden Nugget has triple zero roulette? How the hell do I do that? They're essentially paying the bills of the company that I work for during the day. So. I'm, pr- I'm in the mix of people who are kind of, everybody's compromised by something. But it, it just feels like the traditional media has a bigger responsibility to, to go, yeah, we could lose some ad revenue. You're never going to hear a newspaper executive go, yeah, we could lose some ad revenue. Like to them, that's, they, they can't do it. So it's, it's tough because if you're a victim of somebody like Steve Wynn, 20 years go by of that behavior and nobody, t- you know, a few people had mentioned it and reported it. John L. Smith did a, uh, uh, some pretty good stuff, but nobody believed it. It never really got out there. And even now with the Steve Wynn thing, the local media doesn't really write about it. They, if they're forced to, because there's some news, they'll copy and paste some story and they'll do it because they feel like they have to, but there's no investigative journal. Nobody's talking to those women and nobody's talking to the women who have been victimized by the guys who are still there, they're heads of companies in Las Vegas. They're the heads of casinos, and nobody talks about it. Me Too has involved one person in Las Vegas, the, most, the place most rife with sexual harassment and sexual misbehavior in the history of, world, of the world, except maybe ancient Rome. Like, literally, wow. the same orgies that happened in Rome happen, have happened in Steve Wynn's cabana at the Wynn. So 
it, it's just very frustrating to watch because you realize some of that stuff is never going to see the light of day. The average person who visits doesn't really care, but it's it starts to be painful the more you see it and the more you see there's just not resources behind it anymore. There's the tr traditional journalism is struggling, so they're really just not going to they're not going to butt heads with these folks who have really deep pockets. Um, there's it's a, I mean it's commonly known that Vegas is pretty insulated, and they just don't you don't go after your own. You know the whether it's the police, you don't really, you know you might handle something, but it's behind the scenes, and you're not you know. Steve Wynn is suing to keep all that stuff about him secret he is suing i think he's steve Wynn is suing win resorts to keep all that stuff secret and in the past it absolutely would have been secret and now it's kind of up in the air as to whether we'll ever see that stuff uh so uh, i don't even remember the question but thank you for the it's all happy stuff <laughs> all happy stuff so, so yeah i'll make an offer to you Anytime you have something that you want to send to the RJ and you don't want to say it and you want the liability to be <laughs> shed to somebody else, you know, let's, let's talk. Because yeah. uh, if, if they want to treat me like the media, I'm more than happy to talk shit about <laughs> them. And I've got a lawyer on retainer, so yeah. we'll If you already we'll lumped into that, why not? What are you going to lose? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the great thing go. about social media to me is that everybody's the media. Like, I'm nothing special. i got a Twitter account and a blog. Like, I, what is that? But if you provide things of value, you know, my main goal for what I do is to help people enjoy their trip to Vegas. So all this other stuff is kind of just, it's to keep things in, more interesting for me. Because if, if I can let people know that Frank Marino is collecting money for charity and not giving the money to charity, I'm going to do that. Does a, does a person from the Midwest give a frick if what he's doing with his charity money? I don't really think so. So I'm doing that for fun, but my main goal is helping people have fun, helping them find that damn uh, Fuel of Fortune machine at the Four Queens. Like that's what I, <laughs> that's what I do. But everybody oh, is the media because anybody can get a Twitter account, and anybody can have opinions. Anybody can, you know, have a, have a group of followers, whether it's 50 or 20,000. You can have influence if you, you know, if you care to do that. But you kind of put yourself out there. But I, I have fun every day. It's horrifying at times, but it's really gratifying at times because every time somebody shares a picture of a jackpot on that Wheel of Fortune machine, I feel happier. You know? <laughs> or if I can let people know that a restaurant sucks, uh, that a restaurant, you know, find a restaurant they may not have gone to. I love doing that stuff. Like Xavier Mortimer at, at Planet Hollywood. Amazing show. I've never heard anybody talk about it. I'm like, what is going on? So if I can do, if I can... Uh, are you doing it? <laughs> Chris is literally guy, doing not wearing a skirt, skirt photo right now. <laughs> good, thing, that, good thing you left that kilt at home, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just found out that in the in the time of Braveheart, they hadn't invented kilts yet. Who the hell knew that? Hey, we're getting way off topic here, dude. That was, on, so, that was on social media, so it all ties in. <laughs> and awesome. you, know, you know how else it all ties in? Social media and our original conversation... They both allow us to be connected. Is that a fair statement? <laughs> we are. They both allow we us to be connected. We are connected in so many, so many ways. Yeah, I think that went over ninety percent of uh, <laughs> everybody's head, but but this group got it right. This group right, right, understood right, exactly right. what we're saying. But the more you talk about it, the more likely I am to be sued. So please, please keep talking. I'm glad you're Understood. confident. That's awesome. Understood. So uh, the initial reason why uh, I had asked you to join us today, aside from you being a 
friend of the show and a, a mm -hmm. wonderful person and everything that you do as you're strutting in your Vegas Confessions t-shirt, we have some unfinished business that uh, we need yes. to settle. So for those of you that may remember, um, we had an event called Zorkfest in May. And afterwards, there was a live podcaster event called Podcasters After Dark. And kind of on the fly, I came up with this idea for an award called the Zorky Award. And as far as I was concerned, and I, you know, the powers were vested in me at the moment, the winner of the Zorky Award was Scott Robin from VitalVegas.com. Now, this may be a terrible use of podcast time because there's no visual whatsoever. But you're gonna have However. to take you're gonna have to take my word for it. I am bestowing upon Scott the inaugural Zorky Award. This is the first one created, and I believe it'll be the first of many. And I couldn't be nice. prouder to give this award to Scott Robin of Vital Vegas. Oh, that's so kind. All right. Uh, oh, the standing! Well, oh, you got the a couple standards people out here. In a Let me tell you. Thank you so All much. Right. I actually uh, have not been told what it's for, because so it could be the a hole award. I honestly don't know. That that award is still coming. <laughs> so next time, next time we get together, I gotta get I gotta get the graphic design team in, involved. No, back order. Put a hole. The a hole. The a hole award yeah. is probably, you know. It, in due time, but for now, so the Zorky Award was created basically for um, the uh, best performance of a live podcast at Podcasters After Dark. Oh. And I had originally I excluded you because I wanted it to be between uh, Adam Bauer of Travel Fanboy and uh, Mark and Dr. Mike, if you can bet on that. And we did it by a round of applause, and it turned out that I got the highest round of applause. <laughs> so as I said, by Awkward. the powers vested in me. It went to Scott Robin no, of VitalVegas.com. Because you are the triple threat. It is the blog, it is the podcast, it is the photography. Uh, an incredible lover. <laughs> I'll have to take your word hey, this for This is that. a clean show, sir. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't doubt it, but I, I'm just going to have to take your word for You're it. You're going to dig yourself a hole, Eric. Be careful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not digging any holes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I am honored and uh, humbled and baffled uh, by uh, that. I, mean, I the love awards time. and I love attention. Um, but no, I, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a great event. That, uh, I, I love what you guys are doing and uh, have done. And uh, I was disappointed that Julian uh, had to bail this time. So I will take a picture of myself and send it to him so that he can feel as though he's a part of the festivities. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. And I pour one out. How do you do it for your homies? Pour one out for you your do? homie? Pour Is that what you want to do? I consider uh, him a, a homie of oh, some yeah. sort. Yeah. Can I, it's, not I, an, it's not uh, an insult of some can, kind, can I right? Be a homie? A, everybody's a homie. So if, me, if I'm a homie, you're a mishpucha. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It means family. But let me wipe off the... What is the? What is that? Mishpucha. Okay, mishpucha. Yes. Well, thank you. Are awesome. we wrapping it up? I have 20 more things to talk about. We have, actually, they're, they're cueing the music in the background. Nobody's yeah. cueing. You can't hear that? You give me a word and then sh uh, show me the door. That's, that's why. I would have left it on the nightstand if I thought it was appropriate. But, but I want to say thank you uh, for everybody saying hello. Uh, I, I love seeing these, a uh, lot of familiar faces, and I love seeing a lot of, we interact online sometimes, and I love uh, seeing you in person. And it really is like, I make it about me all the time, but really there's a very passionate community of people who 
I, I don't know if there's a group like this for Seattle. Seattle's an amazing place. Austin's an amazing place, Chicago, New York. But I just don't see that community circling those cities. I see a passionate following for Vegas and conversations about Vegas and what's new in Vegas and the rumors about Vegas. Like that's so much fun. It's so cool to, to be able to hang out with everybody in person. Uh, ver even when it's virtual, it's awesome, but in person even better because uh, people buy me drinks in person. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't tend to happen on Twitter. But anyway, it's great to see everybody and thank you. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Scott Rogan, by the way. Awesome. Thank you, man. All right, where are they at? Oh, there. Coming up. So coming up next, we have uh, two gentlemen that uh, have a relatively new podcast coming out. Not only um, Vegas and casino themed, but also um, local here to Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. So uh, these guys have the inside scoop. They live it. They see it every day. From two morons talking about casinos and stuff. We've <laughs> nice got, name, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We kept it short and sweet. Uh, sure, sure. I yeah. just refer to you as two morons. Yeah, I, I as, as you should, the, as most people should. There you go. So we've got Teabag and Spike. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, well, glad to have you. We're glad to be here. Uh, geez, it's early in the morning for us, as <laughs> yeah. always, if you listen oh, to yeah. our show. It's, yeah. You guys just got off not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, got off about 4 o'clock in the morning every night. So. Oh, well... Yeah, my condolences. Yeah, so this is morning. It's <laughs> right. coffee time or beer. I mean, beer works too. Yeah, but. That's kind of where we're at. Well, we're great to have you. Thank yeah. you for having on board and everything Thank else. So and much. Like I said, Glad it's, to be uh, here. I, you know, I guess my first question is, why? Why'd you start a podcast? Well, we kind of we wanted to uh, start a podcast that was like behind the curtain in the casinos because I think a lot of players and people who come to casinos have no idea how ridiculous it really is behind that, like the shit that we see on a regular basis. And me and Spike have about 40 years between the two of us of experience. Wow. And uh, coast to coast, he worked in Detroit, I worked back east. East Coast? East Coast, <laughs> that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing else compares. You're from Jersey? Jersey. All right, that's, that's East Coast. That's East Coast. Yeah, yeah. It is. That's pretty, that's pretty East Coast. I, I qualify. I know. I saw you talking with your hands, and I knew. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Boston, New Jersey. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Same, but we hate each other for some weird reason. I don't hate you guys. No. Uh, I, don't, I mean, you might hate me. I don't yeah. hate you guys. No, you're early in the day. I know. Here's, Boston here's, here's, hates here's, all outsiders. You seem... Yeah, that might be it. I'm a Mets fan. Oh, yeah, So in my lifetime, I beat the Red Sox, right? So I don't have a reason to hate you. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we I hate think, the Yankees together, good. so that's we're it. fine. Yeah. That's good. I always like Mets fans. Yeah. We're like lovable losers, yeah, right? Yeah. We have one day in the sun in 1986 and yep, yep. another 32 years. Can we not talk about that? Yeah, I, know. I don't <laughs> appreciate that. It's the only thing I have to talk about. <laughs> I when, I, I know. when I put together the notes for this episode, everything is about Mookie Wilson. <laughs> I'm really going to rehash that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine would be about Bill Buckner. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, we were lovable losers back in the day, too, but now I guess we win. My, you, oh, you certainly yeah. win. My kids think we're like this dominating force. I'm like, when I was a kid, we didn't, lose, we didn't win shit except yeah, yeah. for basketball. Yeah, suck it up now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So something you should know, there was a bet made on the World Series. So Chris Kim behind you in the Vegas Confessions T-shirt. He's actually a Dodgers fan. Okay. I've never okay. heard of him. You've never heard of him. Well, <laughs> you will soon. Chris okay. Kim or Dodgers? No, the Dodgers. Oh, okay. Just that's, checking. That's, 
It's a baseball team? That is, <laughs> Sorry. It, is Sorry. it is a Major League Baseball okay. team based uh, yes. out of L.A., originally from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. So he had bet that the Dodgers would win, and, of course, he lost. Mm-hmm. So he had to show up in a Boston Red Sox World Series Ooh, shirt nice. and parade around the town. Yeah, supporting the Bosox. <laughs> so, and, and I'm sure it hurt him. Yeah, but you know that that should bring a little bit of joy. I have such issues that I I refuse to make bets like to wear Yankee gear. I will not will not do it. I bought a hat for an ex girlfriend and I had a friend buy it. I gave him the money. Because you, you just couldn't bring I, it upon I, I yourself. Do it. My, Boy, that's that's perseverance, my sir. Son, I gotta say. My son thought the name of the Yankees was the Yankees suck until he was five years old. Isn't that the name of it? No, it is. It is. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> technically, yeah. It just they doesn't always, fit on the shirt. Yeah, it's, it's like the fake. Knickerbockers. They call them the yeah. Knicks. You know, right. it's Yankees it's suck. Yankees they suck. just call right. them the Yankees. I, but I hear, let's go Yankees. I don't, Yankees suck. Yeah, and that's, you, that's can, just, you can come to Boston anytime. We'll start that chant. Nice. Even if it's the wrong fucking sport. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So, um, the podcast, right? Yeah. So, I was introduced to it by our mutual friend, Ed, also yep. from New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? So, he's a supporter of the whole community, and he yeah. likes to bring people in. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Great, great, great guy. So, the thing that I love both most about your show is when you talk about things that have happened in the casino. Yeah. Okay? So, I'm a, I'm a pretty regular uh, casino player. Yep. Um... For a long time, very loyal to the brand at which you work. Okay. And I've I've seen some things, but you're there sure. every day. Yeah. Right. I'm wondering if you could share. So the name of the show is Vegas Confessions. Yeah. Right. You to confess anything about your personal. No, I'm, I'm fine. Right? I can confess. But, I mean, but maybe are we take a dick pics. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, I've, sorry, only, sorry. I've only maybe had a couple later. of beers, but you know, let's let's reconvene a little you know, bit. Wait later till around. I start drinking. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Anyway. What are the things that you've seen, right, while you're working, where, like, you're going back to the EDR and you're like, guys, like, you can't believe it. Get a load of this. Yeah. yeah. It's every single day. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, every day. Yeah, so, every day. so, like, give me, like, the best of the best. You want trannies, uh, hookers, right. Jesus, bikes, am I in the Navy again? Yeah. That's uh, a, a normal tale. Vegas is the only place where people. Batman, a transvestite. And like Wonder Woman are all sitting at your table at the same time, like no big deal, like high five. And That's like, got to be a joke somewhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere, just on a Tuesday for no reason. <laughs> That's actually the version of the Justice League I watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys watch? <laughs> it's, a li- it's a little different. But uh, I mean, yeah. you know. Wonder Woman's not in mine. Is yeah. that weird? It's Aquaman. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah just well, saying. He's, yeah. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, he's the other one. People just get here and they, they want to let loose. They go crazy. They don't care. They get wasted. T was telling me, uh, I was uh, in Mexico last week. So, But while I was going, crazy things. T, tell them the story that you were telling me earlier about the guy who just walked by. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, last week, a guy just walked up, threw up on a chair on a Texas Hold'em, looked at it like he was proud, and just kept moving. Oh, and Jesus. I was, like, I was like, did he just throw up? And the waitress was like, yeah, that's disgusting. I was like, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Wow. So we called cleanup crew. I mean, I've had I had a woman. I was dealing craps one time back, back east, and it's like 3 in the morning, and it's pretty dead, so I'm just kind of half tired, half awake. And uh, I hear the water hitting the rug, and I look up, oh. and the young lady, not so young, but on the blackjack table across, had stood up from her chair, opened her legs, 
obviously not wearing underwear, and just let it fly. And really? Then sat back down <laughs> with one of the most uh, flamboyant dealers I've ever met. I mean, openly great gay guy, and he was like, uh-uh, girl. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, yeah. And it took like 20 minutes for them to come and get her. You can hit or you can stand. You cannot squat. He was like, girl, God why damn. ain't you wearing underwear? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, and that is what our podcast is. We just tell ridiculous stories inside yeah. and outside of the casino because we've seen a lot, you right. know? I tell people, come back at 2 if you really want to see what's going on. <laughs> Around 2 o'clock in the casino is when shit gets loose. and uh, Literally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen a few people. So it sounds themselves. like you got enough uh, enough stories to keep it going at least for a couple years? Yeah. <laughs> or like 20? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the 20? 20? Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's sad or happy. Right. Yeah. I'm not too sure. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit from yeah, column A, a little bit, a, a little bit yeah. from column B. <laughs> Well, you're still actively doing it, right? So yeah, you might yeah. have 20 years up until this point, yeah, but right. it just continues, right? Yes, right. Like every, it doesn't stop. Every day there's a new story. So for any of our listeners who haven't uh, listened to the show, both Spike and Teabag are floor supervisors for a mid-strip uh, property yeah. mm-hmm. um, that many of us are familiar with. So now, like, I know where I'm going to play craps, and I'm just yeah. going to come find just me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we love uh, to have you. Yeah. I've been kicked out of nicer places <laughs> than yours. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be fantastic. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's always great. What is it, what is it <laughs> What's rhyme, it rhyme with? with? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't yeah, do that, yeah, but, uh, right, yes. but I'll tell you what, it doesn't rhyme with Schmaris. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. It doesn't nice. rhyme with Schmaris. No, it's true. That slims it yeah. down this much. Yeah. I, That's right. Yeah. Listen, my job is to take it from, you know, like 30 properties down to 29. And I, <laughs> there you go. accomplished. Now you can Bam. pencil out from there. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's, it's always awesome. amazing when you, you know, I listen to your show here talking about people winning all the time or losing and, and that kind of stuff. And it's amazing what people think in their mind is going to happen. As an example, when I was fresh in the business, I saw a guy in a dice table, took out a $20,000 marker, and he then turned that into $140,000. So he was up $120,000, and we were so excited. Never seen anything like that ever, and I'm new in the business, and we're like, oh my God, we're trying to color him up, and we're like, are you done? You know, at the end of the roll, he looked at me, he says... I'm going to win the casino. <laughs> and I thought, oh. And, and by the time he left, he was down 60,000 in markers. He went from being up 120. To see that was one of the most soul-crushing things I that, ever see, saw. See, so like, that's the question. That's be, because you, this is a human being, whether they have that money or not. But watching yeah. that in action, and you're not able to go, are you sure? Are you are you sure you want to keep doing this? Oh, we do. You, Even you, you do, do that. that. And, yeah, and, it just, and yes. they just continue down that fucking it's, rabbit hole. It's a weird conception that we're uh. not human beings either behind you. you know right, I mean? right, like, right. I like you, yeah. and I've been bullshitting with you for five hours, and you're up two grand, and you right. bought in with a hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah. take a walk, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, take right. off. What do you, how much do you expect to win? You've seen this show yeah. before. Yeah. And I tell yeah. them that all right. the time. I'm really not there to... To take your money, I don't care. Yeah. I say it all the time. I love giving away other people's money. It's not my money. Yeah, don't care. It's not even yeah. money to me. So, how many They're people chips. actually listen to that? 
if you uh, had to break it. Uh, I think there was one guy once. <laughs> one guy. Jesus, yeah. like 90, 10? This one right. guy, yeah, his name was Ted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He left. Very rarely. Uh, you know, sometimes, and then you have the people that are rabbit-holing, and they're, they're, they're just stuffing all their chips in their pocket like we don't know that they have the chips. <laughs> like, it's some secret, because we don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. win so, as much as you want. You don't have to hide it from me. It doesn't yes. matter how much you win or lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that doesn't matter. So, so it might matter. Right, so I might need to show a loss if my Theo isn't on par for a trip. Yeah. So let me. So can, can we talk about this? Of course. Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. All, right. Sure, sure, sure. All right. So now, now, now we're getting into it. All right. So let's assume chips go south and they wind up off the table somewhere, someplace. Right. At what point is this an issue? Or are you going to smile at me and then just change my rating behind the scenes to compensate? I'm going to smile at you and change your rating behind the scenes. Because if you're taking something like black chips, I know what they are. No, no, we know. It's got to be green. But if you're taking, if you take 500 in green, I know where they are. You know, I knew you took them, so you're going to get them when you walk. Right. Regardless. Mm. And if you're rabbit holing them like that, I think you're trying to be sneaky. Right. So I might give you extra that I'm missing on the game. It really doesn't work to your advantage, I don't think. That's with oh. a lot of floors. That's that. I think that's how most mm. of us feel. It, it, there's a lot. There's people, if you're there. tipping, if you're tipping and you're a nice person, then I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. If if you're kind of a a, a not so nice person to be around and you're trying to be sneaky and nothing's going for the dealers, then yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna, just gonna, gonna whatever I'm missing, yeah. whatever I'm missing, I'm gonna give you because I don't really know for sure. So personality goes a long way. If you come into my hmm. place yeah. and you're a nice person, whether or not you're tipping so much or not, but if you're a nice person, that goes a long way. So we don't care. I really don't think the casino cares. That that's a misconception. I think that they care about your average bet, right? How long you're playing and what kind of game are you playing? Those are the things that hold the most weight. When you're talking about losses that affect. Uh, your comps, I think that's so much money. More so define that when you say what kind of game they're playing. What kind uh, of game like, you're actually like if you're playing poker, right? Like a, right. Like so which one outweighs what's the craps, whole Okay, okay. Yes, you know exactly. the, those those all all those games have different theoreticals. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that those are the three things that matter the most. It used to be different. Uh, Steve lost five hundred bucks. 20 years ago, let's send them to the steakhouse. That doesn't exist anymore. No. Yeah, it's we, very unfortunate. Right, but, because but, you want to do it. Right, but a lot of places, right, so if I show a $10,000 loss, that makes a difference. Yeah, of course. Now, yes. now when you're talking 10000 right. sure. So, so I'm not taking 10000 off the table. But if you're right. saying 10000 in five minutes, no, 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 really no, no, doesn't no, make I'm, a difference. No, I'm talking about over three days. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh-huh. So now, now I've got my loss for the trip, and maybe I didn't lose ten. But I know that my host can do something if I lose yeah. 10, right? Yeah. So, mm. I, and I'm not I'm not asking you to teach me how to beat the bank kind of a thing, no. but I'm a good tipper, I'm a good guy, I'm not, I'm not hurting anybody, but I gotta make my 9,300 look like 10,000 over the course of three days, yeah. right? What's the right way to do it where you're not gonna get pissed at me and maybe we forget about the other 700? Um. Well, tipping always helps, you know, having a conversation and, and just being, you know, conscious that I'm on your side. Like, I want to bullshit. I like bullshit. I like, yeah. I like hearing people's stories. That's one reason we started the podcast, too, because I like it. I mean, I like talking to people. So I think if you're friendly and you talk to the guy, but don't bark orders. You know what I mean? Don't demand uh, no, no, anything, no, no. obviously. No. Yeah, that seems like common sense to me. It's not always common. 
Is that with and without alcohol? Like people are just jerk offs in general? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, both, both sides yeah, of the fence. You can have people drinking water fucking pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And then some guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what? Drinking water pieces of shit. It's, it's a good name for a man. They're just assholes. They think that you're against them. I'm not. I don't. I get it. You have more money than me. That's cool. You probably always will enjoy yourself. But there's no reason to be an asshole. Because guess what? I mean, you're going to get what you put out. Mm-hmm. What it right, really right, is. Right, right. I don't care about money at this point. I've done this for too long. I've given away millions. I've taken millions. I don't. <laughs> but I don't take them. It doesn't right. go in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They're just yeah. chips to me. I yeah. don't. It's not like that. So to me, it's just the chips and how you act. So if you speak to the floor and go, I'm trying to get a, a room and this chip, and you're you're tipping a little or whatever, just right. take it. Mm-hmm. Just be. I've got to piggyback on all my action. Everything. Yeah, so, so, there's, do, there's, so do I. So right, do I. so it's, it's That's literally... That's why I never win. Right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hey, do you know how many times true. I go back and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that was a good run. I'm down 200, but it's all totes. Yes. It's yeah. all totes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. the biggest leak in my game. Yeah. But I'm happy to do it. Because if you have a good crew and they're they're doing their part, yep. that's where the enjoyment comes from. Yes, that's and right. Don't, if they right. don't miss a beat, they're doing they're really trying. You know what I mean? Everybody makes mistakes, but right. yeah, if they're if they're putting you, if you're involved in the game, if you feel like you're involved in the conversation, with the deal, those are good dealers and good pit bosses, whatever. And that's yeah. that's what I try for. And we have yeah. really good people where I work. And where I have worked in the past. Yeah, maybe. So this is a dumb question. You guys have been doing it for so long. I'm assuming you're kind of fuckered now. You're going to stick to it. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're really yeah, not going to yeah, you're right. yeah, you know, become a seamstress or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've had so many jobs, but this is the longest job I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Me too. Um, uh, and everything. But. I like it. And just to lastly, to kind of say, I, all the time people say, trying to make my next level status card you know i'm trying Mm -hmm. to get to the next level and if you're a nice guy that goes a long way and i'm more than willing to 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 give you to error on your side um it it really goes a long way it it just i can't state that enough if you're here to have fun we will we'll have the most fun if you're here to have a bad time well we'll make that happen too you know so yeah yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can have fun with that either way. You're, you're right, gonna have a good right. time, cool. If you're yeah, gonna yeah, have, yeah. give me a hard time, we can do that too, because that right. shit's fun for right. me as well. Right. Well, it goes, but you know, even the changes of what Vegas has been for the yeah. last, what, 30, 40 plus years, just being fucking personable and nice. That's yeah. It. It's, it's still it's there. So I think easy. people forget about that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, so. it's a weird, it's 2018. People are lost in their phones. And, right, uh, right, you know, right, right. Wait a minute, I got a text message. Hold that thought. They won't even look up when they speak to you, you know, and it's like, that's yeah. not our business. Our business is right, right. you're supposed to approach customers and enjoy, you know what I mean? They're, they're yep. going to have a good time. 90% of the people, you know what I mean? So this is like the, this is the inside stuff that I love, right? Yeah, like right. I'm, I'm here, so I, I, I spend a little bit of money in your place, gotcha. right? Sure. Okay, sure. a little bit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So. I find that on the floor, everybody's nice. Yeah. Sometimes I get to spend some time with dealers and things out outside of the casino. Yeah. They hate players, like, yeah. like there, there's just this jaded, like everybody is a piece of shit, yeah, yeah. right? How does that happen? Well, because those are the funny, the stories that are fun to tell, the stories that you want to get off your chest. The guy that was nice and you had a great time with and everybody was high-fiving, it's not really a story. 
You know what I mean? That's a lot oh, of yeah. You know what? You got a point. You got a fucking point. Yeah. yeah. The nice ones. Yeah. You're like, that guy was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the next guy's like, what's up, cocksucker? And you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, it's this guy, too. Uh, I did. You know what I mean? And you're from Jersey. I've spent, uh, did, I could tell some AC stories for, oh, yeah? for a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, build the community. Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. We could get literally 17 people from a pizza place at the plaza. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> you guys are big time. time. Big time. Oh, God. We're, we're, we're out of spice. We're at Papa Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't seen our setup at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when the kids are in school. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you know, first of all, thank you guys for coming on. I mean, number one, fantastic. Uh, you got anything to plug? Anything on your side? Yeah, Spike, you're better at that. Uh, yeah, I, I, you can just find us uh, anywhere that podcasts are hosted these days. Uh, two morons talking about casinos and stuff. Uh, iTunes, Podbean, all everywhere where it's yeah. at. Yeah, you can find it. Um, that's it. Uh, just uh, yeah, it, it goes a long Facebook. way to be nice. That's all okay. we can say when yeah, you're in the yeah. casino. That's, yeah, God damn it. Be nice. That's a, that's a fucking motto. Why don't casinos bad. have that over the doorway when you walk in? Yeah. yeah. Nah, whatever. People are <laughs> fucking jaded. Don't be jaded. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah. be mad at the world. Well, I enjoy awesome. your show. I thank you guys yeah. for coming out. I appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. And I think this is the Thanks first of many us. conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Friendship was forged. Yep. Very nice meeting you guys. Yeah. T-Bone and Spike. Thanks, T-Bag. Awesome. Well, he's a T-Bone. Hey, T-Bag. Hey. Thank you. That out. Too cool. Thanks, man. That's, that's <laughs> nice to meet <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you, Phil, for the beers, by the way. You Much man. appreciate it. Hand me a beer. <laughs> and thank you, everybody, for sticking uh, yes, around. Yeah, what are we? Way over. Yeah. All right. Um, want to do this, Catherine? Roll yeah. right into it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you come on up? Okay. Come on up. I'll shoot the introduction. All right, we have somebody else, our last guest up. Well, not our last. We have a quick surprise for everybody, however. So I would like to welcome Catherine, better known as Coach Kitty. She is my colleague over at TravelZork.com. She is um, one of two video poker experts that I follow uh, religiously, I guess I'll call that. And by religiously, I mean every Saturday I look at what she read, writes. Um, Catherine, welcome to Vegas Confessions. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Glad to be here. Yeah, welcome. So I've got, I mean, obviously we got questions for you, but this is what, and we kind of talk about this. We referenced some to our last episode, but last episode, the episode before, we talked about slot machines mainly in Vegas. And this whole evolution of let me let me with. let me yeah let me answer okay. the question. I'm going to provide some context. Yes. Assuming you haven't listened to it. Okay. So what we're finding is that there's more and more automation happening within gaming. Okay. So whether it be uh, tables are now moving to an electronic format, or the footprint for slots and video poker is growing. My comment was there are people that I know, and I might have been thinking of somebody who looks like you that is very, very much into video poker. Mm-hmm. And part of the draw for video poker is that you do not have to deal with other human beings. It's you and the machine, and you're able to kind of have your time and do your thing without human interaction. Right. And I believe that society is in general trending that way. Would you agree that the lack of human interaction may in fact be of benefit to somebody like you? That's a tough one, huh? Yeah, I don't, 
I don't even know. Do you feel that you tend to play video poker because there's less human interaction for that in reason? Oh, I mean, I definitely play video poker for that reason. That, oh, okay. that's exactly okay. like to get right. into the Fair. flow, just me and the math. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you're in casinos, you're gonna have social interactions. So I went from this. I started this hobby just for relaxation, so I could get into a flow with you know just me and the machine. And then like now, I know like you know a hundred other gambling friends. So there's. Yeah. It becomes more social as you it's do it. It's a different interaction. I mean, that maybe what you weren't expecting. You know, right, instead of definitely. this, you end up running into this type thing. Definitely, yeah. and I have multiple gambling groups, and we gamble on gambling, and you know, all of that kind you of stuff. You gamble on gambling. That's yeah, gotta like when be we a, play video poker, we, we make side bets. I love it. Oh. I love, wait, 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 wait. This is actually good yeah. stuff. Talk to me about. <laughs> The side action on video poker. How does that it's, work? It's just for fun, but you know, it's it's like we have a quad bet. So everybody puts a dollar in, and then when um, when you hit a quad, you get the pot, and then you have to replenish it, and it <laughs> and it, it kind of keeps tabs wow. on how you're doing. And um, mm. if you're group playing, at least it's a cheap way to win if you're losing if you're group playing so you know you might right. spend twenty dollars lo lost in the quad bet but then when you split the win loss it's you know more favorable for you so yeah. interesting another I, level huh crazy so uh i mentioned there are two video poker experts that i follow the first being Catherine, the second being bob dancer now the way that i kind of segment the two right um, Bob has made a career out of teaching others how to play video poker and usually on a larger scale where Catherine is really I think uh, the low rollers best friend definitely right I am a low roller. okay so for the low rollers in the audience who like video poker I'm looking at you I'm looking at you <laughs> this woman knows more about low rolling video poker she's forgotten more than I know <laughs> Okay, she is like uh, not only an expert but a, a maven. Is a that's that's a term that we would use. So, what she does, if if you're not following Coach Kitty, um, she not only lays out the best video poker to play, the best way to play video poker, but she gives you the how and why of what makes this advantageous in a way that you don't need to be. A math nerd to get it like she'll provide the math but even if the math means nothing to you you can quantify the value in what she's teaching you to do where did that start Catherine I guess it started from necessity because I you know I love to make video poker but I don't have that much money so how am I gonna play a video poker longer <laughs> so it just evolved where you know I listened to everything all the other you know everything I could get my hands on and then once you get a big bigger social network then you exchange information like like what you're doing right. you know I mean so you have your own niche and you know just build from there you stick in there and and actually you can use like you know other fields like so the travel field intersects sure. and mm -hmm. the couponing field intersects yeah. and Very you true. know yeah yeah, that, that's it. And, and you know, most people don't want to play, most people don't want to play video poker perfectly. 
I do because I have OCD and I want to play like a computer, but I can now, sh- explain that. What do you mean they don't want to play it perfectly? Well, I mean, they don't want to spend the time to learn, like, the perfect strategy. It would be like, it would be like card counting, you know? I mean, you would have to know in every circumstances, you know, what what to play. But that doesn't make that much difference in your results. You could Mm -hmm. still, you could still basically know what you're doing and do just fine. And, and, you know, so the, the fun factor and the, like, you know, the work factor, you have to balance that out to what you want to do. Define low roller. When you're looking at that range and that spectrum, what do you, what do you, what do you consider a low roller when you walk up into a video Pokemon? Well, no, no, there, there's ranges of low rollers. There's mm-hmm. probably ro- people who think they're low rollers and they're not. Okay. But I guess the lowest roller would be someone who could play enough to get a benefit that they wouldn't normally get if they weren't playing. So, yeah. so once I mean, they get that benefit, it's like, okay, this is why I played. I'm, I've made my my point, and this is where we're gonna go. Well, and and then maybe if you're when you're luckier, you can get more benefits, and when you're not lucky, all these things to help you save money hold you in there until you get lucky again. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think we have a question. Yes. From uh, the Gambling Magoo. Yes, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. I have a question. The question sure. is, uh, what level do you play right now? Is it quarters? Is it dollars? Or is it multiplay? And, and when you do play, what are your, your games of choice? Um, I play quarters. Okay. And uh, I don't really have the bankroll for dollars. And I'll play the best game that I can find in wherever whatever venue gives me the most benefit. Are you playing single line or triple player? Single line, okay. mostly. Okay. Mostly. So, can I have a follow-up question? Real oh. quick? Is, uh, in your experience, what this better not be fake news. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if I have to deem you the enemy of the people, right the fuck out of here, man. I will revoke your card. <laughs> Please continue. What, what do you think is the best? So, you as a low rower video poker player like myself, what do you think is the best um, casino loyalty program to get involved with? What will give you the best return based on that low roller play? Great well, it, question. It all, it, in what location? It all depends on the sure. location. I, I guess you can divide it by strip or downtown, but let's take, let's say that you're open to all areas that are strip and downtown, but not so Las Vegas. We're, we're keeping it specific to Vegas. It is, but I think I think I want to rule out uh, off-strip properties. Well, I think she was asking, is it destination specific? Right? Yes. So, so specific I, I guess it to Las be, Vegas, but you want it to be either downtown, downtown or strip. Okay. Yes. A tourist areas. Tourist. Well, the strip is off limit. I mean, you I can't yeah. really really generate anything with just quarter play on the strip. But downtown is definitely doable. I mean, yeah. I do it. So, um, but not all the properties downtown because they're starting to downgrade. Is it, is it yeah. still doable at places that rhyme with schmoid? Uh, <laughs> no. No. So no. When you play downtown, that was, that was a no. Yeah. When you play downtown. What what is your property you would play at? Um, the D is my primary property. And, and why and, why is that? Because you can, for a relatively low coin in, they'll give you rooms, food, and free play. 
So, so I'm sure we're going to edit this out. So I apologize <laughs> yeah. in advance. Is it safe to say Catherine likes the date? Oh, yes. 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 I picked up on that this much. I know those are very specific questions, but I, I thank you. I mean, that's that's exactly what I want to hear. Oh, I want to know that's the the low rolling perspective. These are all things that I quantify in my life, and I'm trying to work through to figure out where do I want to play downtown. Right. Well, and we I can we can have a private conversation about this because I I mean I I I work downtown. Like I'll okay. do anything that I need to to earn my rooms in Vegas, which are always going to be downtown for a low roller. That's the end of my question. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Oh, come on up. Come on up. Is Orc Fest award winner? Yes, I am an award. Here, let me hold yeah. this while I ask you my question. Uh, so for those of us who believe that a Royal Flush is an urban myth, if that were the prime... I've been playing a video poker for 18 years, and I've never had a Royal Flush. So if, so uh, there are many people like me uh, so if that were my goal, it wasn't about comps, it wasn't about winning money, it wasn't about uh, anything else but getting a royal flush. Is there a game? Is it the game you play that's more likely? Is it, uh, are there other factors involved if that is your primary goal? To just get a royal flush. Yes. and before I die, I just want to get one. You and the question, I'm, Scott. What what type of time? Like like. Me, hang, yeah, yeah. Can I make yeah. it easier? Sure. I got a simple solution to this. You ready? You play a fifty play or a hundred play machine, and all you know when you have three or four of the royal delt, you're gonna get some royal. I don't even know what that is. So That's there, not the regular there, one there that are, I play. Where you're just looking at the five cards. Yes. That allow you to play fifty hands at a time, or a hundred hands at a time, and what happens is you're dealt the one hand and your hold translates up to the other 50, 49 or 99 hands. So when the times I get the four, you get a hundred tries. hundred shots at that last card. You get a hundred tries at okay. that last card. That and there's only 47 cards left in the deck. So, I mean, you should get two. Okay. That is, that is a good solution. That's a statistical answer. Maybe not what he was looking for, though. Well, I feel like that's right, but that could cost more to do, but I'm okay with it. I just, I literally just want to get one before I die. It sounds like you have the goal. It doesn't matter the, the cost. You uh, just have yes, the goal. Yes, money is no object. Well, it, <laughs> it is an object, but that is the goal. Well, they do tend to come in clumps, and even though jackpots are exciting, like, I play so much that I really want to get to, like, I want to get the average number of hands that you're supposed to get. Like you can, you can hit a royal flush and have a losing session if you have so many hours to do, and that's really frustrating. But in order to, I mean, you could cheat a little bit and hold more royal cards, like you know, just to go for it. But that would cost you money. Yeah. So but, you're not playing the the optimal strategy, you're changing the strategy to try and achieve the goal of getting a royal over right. what might otherwise be a smarter uh, Right, which, and that's going to yeah. cost you money. But um, you should play a lower variance game, like like you should play jacks are better. You should play nine, six, jacks are better, like the, you know, the... the are you familiar enough with like the pay tables and stuff? You uh, should play... I've heard of nine, six, I know where I'm supposed to look, but I can't say I ever have. Okay. Because I'm usually playing for fun. It would be really fun if I got a royal. 
But uh, but maybe the, here's a question. So if I pick a game, is the idea like because I've heard it's like you know whatever that number of hours, what you know over an 80-hour span, you're supposed to get a royal at some point in the 80 hours or 100 hours or whatever. Do you just stick with the same game and do you just play a long, long time and at some point? Because I've tried that too, and that hasn't worked either. Nothing has worked. But well, I like the idea of, of uh, potentially learning more about the games so that, that that's a more likely outcome. But it's just, you're saying it, it happens in clumps, but that means I've got to go 18 years, and then I'll probably get two in the same day, but I, now i got to go another 18 years to get another one. I've literally played this game for 18 years. Oh. Well, you'll your chances will increase if you play better and you lose less money. So, like, you really should be playing, like, you should be playing full pay jacks are better, which is 9-6, which is, you know, 9-1 to for the full house, 6-1 to for the flush. The reason that you do that is because each time you hit those hands more, and when you hit those hands more and win, that gives you money to save up to get that jackpot. Okay. uh, Well, that is very helpful. And Even knowing what a nine six is is very helpful because I hear about it. I, th- I, uh, I've heard that that's something you should check. So you'll you'll hear other numbers as well. It almost always refers to the full house of flush. Okay. Thank you. Well, good luck. You're welcome, Thanks sir. For letting me interrupt you. Thank you. Did you have any? No, actually, I'm just the low roller question. Everything else. I mean, I think you know. I, I personally like video poker because it's. I don't know, easy, you're in your own realm, you can do, I just don't know, I haven't had the time to get into detail of it, you know, and, and like you said, a really good player, somebody's going to learn the logistics of it, you know, I'm, I'm not at that point yet, but if I had a, a game I prefer, that's what I would prefer. Well, if you're just starting out, well, I, I if you're just starting out, you should only play Jacks are Better, that's because it's the basic game, right, right. and you can still find it in a full pay va- version. You find it in a full pay version, the 9-6, with the two pair paying double money. You're going to last longer, and it's going to be more fun when you lose less. That doesn't mean you can't lose a lot, (laughs) but um, you do that as, you know, whatever properties you like to play at, and just until you really know the strategy, play slow because yeah. you'll lose less money that way. Because, yeah. I mean, even though it's full pay, it doesn't pay 100% theoretically. Right. It pays, you know, 99.54, like so. Right. Yeah, but 99.54 plus the slot club. That's true. That's right. true. There's some slot clubs that are better than others. Right. And for, for jacks are better in a slot club, the four queens is almost break even. But if you if you value their oh, comps the as audience, the audience is in approval of the four queens. <laughs> so here at the plaza, right, we've got some nine six job, right. We've got uh, I think they have other versions that are full pay as well. Have you evaluated the plaza specifically? I, I have not. Okay, so you play at the D. That tells me that you've done your homework at the D, because for those of you that don't know Catherine, she doesn't do anything without doing her homework. It's true. Right? What is it about the D that makes it your downtown of choice? Um, they have a bonus poker progressive in quarters at the bar. 
So um, bonus poker is a variation of jacks are better that if you find it in a full pay version, you can use the same strategy as jacks are better and it pays 99%, about 99%. Um, and they have a progressive at the bar, a high end, nice bar in quarters um, on the non-bonus four of a kinds and the uh, royal flush. So that adds a little bit more percentage. And I, I mean, things are constantly changing, but you can get room offers, room food, some free play for as little as th 3,000 coin in, which mm. is a lot for a slow new player. But suppose you want to sit there and drink for five hours and have a good time, you could do it. And you're most like the minimum that you would get would be like three weeknights, you know, ten dollars food, you know. But I mean, it's it's pretty generous when you figure you have the ninety nine percent game at a full pay bar. You have the progressive that adds a little bit, you know, a little bit more, and um, your room will be free. Some of your food and. Um, some free play. So. Hmm. so what are you supposing about our audience that five hours of drinking would appeal to them? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed how you threw that in there real quietly. Yeah. If you want to do this. Well, I do like to play video poker at video poker bars. Like, that just adds, that adds um, EV to me. It does add EV because the value of the drinks, right? You yes. more drinks quicker. Catherine, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about today? No, not specifically. All right. So I know that we can find you at TravelZork.com. Yes. Where else can our listeners find you? Um, I guess that's it. Probably at this meet and everywhere okay. there are gamblers. So for, so for the 17 people in attendance, <laughs> this is where you can meet Catherine. Right we here in this you. corner. We, right here in this corner. We thank you for coming on. Thank it's you. always a pleasure. And thank I look you. forward to doing this again. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me on. And anybody who wants private information, just come to me. I'll let you know. So you're going to get her, aren't you? <laughs> we do have some unfinished business. I know this is running long, but yeah, I, um, we apologize, we guys. Need to, we need to make a grown man get down on his knees. Oh, God, you said it like that, sir. So I, that's what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, amongst all the guests, everything we've had on, we wanted to take this opportunity here in Vegas. Um, you know, we enjoy this podcasting gig. You know, it's fun for us. Some people that are friends and listeners, they take a little bit more, they take the shit more seriously than we do. And okay, if that's what you want to do. So we do have an individual who actually has put his own a title on his Twitter account. And uh, he's known as the Vegas Confessions brand ambassador. Uh, let's bring up Daniel Oceans. Daniel, won't be the first time or the last time you'll be asked to do this on this trip. Please get down on your knees. <laughs> a little preemptive there, sir. On the top. Yeah, damn. I know it's hard on the knees. One, 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 knee, one knee is sufficient. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do two. So we want to take this opportunity to welcome uh, the very first Vegas Confessions brand ambassador into our welcome. Uh, we have a sword for those of you who can't see this podcast. I know it's awkward. Real sword, by the real, way. Yeah, real yeah. flimsy sword. We even no, had to talk security on the way in. But uh, we're going to go ahead and knight. <laughs> knight Daniel on this one. Daniel, us here at Vegas Confessions, that includes Julian, Eric, and myself. We knight you 
as the first Vegas Confessions ambassador. We're not sure why. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he was one of the first ones to buy the merch. He was the true, one of the first true. ones to be proudly wearing it at like events that we weren't associated with. Oh, pictures was, all over. Pictures all over the place. Yeah. Okay. And when nobody else wanted to call us, we could always count on a 3 a.m. drunk dial from <laughs> Daniel Ocean telling us about where his money went and how it happened. Sorry, so, not sorry? Oh, no, perfectly. No, oh, we, yeah. we, we thank you for yeah. that. So I think you need to go through the process and knight him Sir Daniel of Vegas Confessions. So we knight... <laughs> Perfect timing, music. Daniel, we knight you. Sir Daniel, Vegas Confessions. Again, the sword's on the shoulder, for those of you who don't see. Arise, Sir so Daniel. Much. Humble abode. All right. You can get Happy to be here. Now. Hope I can help the team. <laughs> All right. So that has been a very full, a I very, guess. A very full episode. To those of you that have lasted throughout the whole show, we appreciate it. This will be edited down to about an hour, but you've been here a lot longer than that. Um... You know what we get to do that we never get to do? Oh. This is an actual cheers. This is a cheers. We don't do this in person because we're never in person. That's right. Cheers. So, cheers. Thank you, everybody. Don't die to so many